0: Aw, oh, yeah.
1: What's up?
0: The Big Red Cell is in the rearview mirror now. Yes, sir. We're on the road to Survivor Series. Yes. It's the CZWP, Killsack Wrestling Pod. Seasoned. Highway to Hell. are actually on our way out of it. because yeah. Hell in a Cell is in the books 2020. Quite the pay-per-view.
1: One of the best. I'm Kale with the C. I'm Zach with the C.
0: We had hardware changing hands last night.
1: Yeah,
0: we did. Uh two out of the three Hell in a Cell matches. Saw some new champions coming out of it. We'll talk about that. Also, the briefcase, man. Yeah. Some interesting stuff happening there. But we'll get into all of it. yeah. Fun little pay-per-view, though. Not too long, not too drawn out. No. It did start to get a little bit at the end, in my opinion, Yeah. Um, of the three Hell in a Cell matches. I think I liked the first two yeah. more than that final one. But uh, all in all, I thought it was a pretty cool show, man. What'd you, what was your overall take on it? You know
1: what? If we had to like, rank it like our SmackDown, I had an awesome time instead of a great time.
0: Yeah, nice.
1: Except for the match at the end with Drew and Randy Orton, because... Yeah, she's yeah. true drawn out.
0: I had a good time through like three quarters of the show, yeah. I would say. Yeah, And it wasn't that the match at the end, the main event, wasn't a good match. But when it's the third Hell in a Cell match of the night, and the other two I thought were pretty damn good and interesting, sort yeah. of both in their own ways. Um, But yeah, we'll get into it, man. What was crazy to me about this show, and we're going to kind of skip the, the kickoff show because... Uh, you know, I didn't watch it. Same. <laughs> I heard there was some 24 7 champion yeah. stuff going on. R Truth. My guess is R Truth is still your 24 7 champion.
1: Let me look. I'm trying to find it.
0: I'm pretty sure he yeah, is.
1: He probably is because they don't care about Drew Gulak. Yeah, so there you go. Is that who he was <laughs> yeah, in a match yeah, against? Yeah, he faced yeah, off with Drew Gulak and he beat Drew Gulak. So R Truth is still your I 95.
0: 24 Yeah
1: longest like longest reign champions of like not longest reign but like uh you know Post-title most title reigns. title reigns yeah.
0: yeah what's he up to like 78
1: 38 <laughs>
0: <laughs> something like that but uh so that's cool didn't yeah. watch that but i was surprised when we got into the show proper which we'll do right now i was really surprised what the opening match here was
1: yeah i really thought that would have been the main event yeah, that, me too. Or Sasha and Bailey, but like this could have been the main event. I think would have made more sense. I
0: think we and everybody else sort of assumed that it would be because yeah. it's Roman, and they, you know, he's the the main guy he's the these tribal days. Chief, you know, he's the tribal chief after all. But uh, really exciting way to open this show, and when they launched in, you know, they sort of tipped their hands as to what matches are coming when they launch into like the video package, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, wow, they're gonna do this first, that's pretty wild, I figured they would start with a Hell in a Cell match, since there was three on the card, but I didn't think they'd start with this one, man, so I was right off the bat, I'm like, well, this is gonna be a little bit different, which is cool, yeah. and this was really good, yeah, what's your take on this, my, uh, match?
1: My take on the match is when he first, when Jey Uso started coming out with a lay, that's what it's called, a lay, and, uh, you know, we see that Jay Uso comes in with delay, but he does not walk out with delay. Yeah. And, uh, basically it was a great match. I mean, great storytelling, as we, uh, said from the beginning, from, like, when they first started with their, like, uh, match at, um, Clash, uh, was Clash Champions? Yeah, I'm, like, drawing a blank.
0: Yeah, I don't remember yeah, when it was the all started. Yeah, it was a last year when but... they had their match, but, like, yeah.
1: yeah, so I was very excited about this match, and, uh, like, just them drawing back at each other, like, you know, saying, come on, ooh, like, you know, it was just like, it was just awesome. Awesome yeah. match with, like, Roman Reigns crying at the end, fake crying, maybe crying, and, like, you know, you saw you saw the emotion from Roman and Jay and Jimmy coming out to get choked out and yeah, just all the carnage that Roman did to Jay and Jimmy.
0: You, uh, know? you know, this match, it didn't have any particular, like, big spots. I mean right. it had some good wrestling. Jay and Roman work really well together, yeah. but what really made this match was the emotional aspect of it. Uh really live mics around the ring and in the ring right. you could hear very clearly what Jay and Roman were saying to each other and you know you have Paul Heyman chiming in and yeah. like I liked you know as
1: Ro- Roman's too. beating
0: down Jay, Paul Heyman like just quit Jay. Yeah, and the and the ref the, the interactions between Roman and the ref, like later on, Roman actually threw the ref out of the ring at one point because the ref wanted to throw the match out. Yeah, uh, because Jay was laid out. He's like,
1: "No, I'm going to throw you out." There was a
0: point (laughs) where Jay, I don't even really remember how they got the strap, but they had the strap attaching them together. He
1: pulled it out from under the ring.
0: Yeah, there you go. I must have just missed that. You know, it's all good. Yeah, but uh, anyway, you know, that's great spot where Jay's like choking Roman out, and then he actually like chokes him so he passes out but then he couldn't say that he quit so then jay's like trying to wake him up whatever yeah it was cool man uh but yeah what really made this match really good and really want to like i know it's fresh so maybe it's a recency bias but this i thought was one of like the better hell in a cell matches that there's been just because of how emotionally heavy this whole thing was roman with the Really solid fr- fake cry. Like it just yeah. felt like there was a lot of emotion in that. Um, and yeah, with Jimmy coming down to the ring and he's sort of like, "What are you doing?" Like they're saying, "It's like real we're names family. Yeah. We can talk this out."
1: Yeah, and he's like, "You're Joe," and I'm like, yeah. "Whatever your the other name is." And it's just like they're like being real characters, like and like saying like the real names was like really epic. I thought,
0: yeah, this was really good. There again, we've talked about it on this pod leading up to, but and throughout with this feud, they're really blurring the lines of reality and, and wrestling yeah. world and yeah. really good stuff. I guess, you know, we should talk about how it ended where yeah, Jimmy came out in that, like we just said, he's talking with Roman being like, come on, man, we're family. Like we can talk this out. I'm paraphrasing, but lots of right, good right. stuff between them. Then Roman grabs Jimmy and puts him in that guillotine headlock, which I like that they introduced that against Strowman. Yeah. So we knew that you know we know that's in Roman's arsenal now, but he puts Jimmy in that the moment where Jimmy's like reaching to Jay, like trying to get him to wake up yeah. to like help him, yeah. and then Jay kind of comes to, and Roman's choking out Jimmy, so Jay quits to yeah. save his brother. He's like, "I quit, like, forget it, you know, don't do this." Yeah, and I just thought that that was a really cool way of getting to the end of this match. It'll be interesting to see now how much Jay falls in line. Same with Jimmy. Yeah, Jay and Jimmy. Yep. That's right. Uh, so obviously so much more to the story to go. But this was a really cool Hell in a Cell match. And, uh, yeah, this feud just feels like it's getting better. And it was a cool way to open the show, man. You
1: know, you forgot one major point, And that's, like, when Roman was going up, to the, uh, up the stage, up the ramp, you had uh, Alpha and Sika.
0: Oh, yeah the and, wild samoans yeah
1: and they were had delays and then like they gave the lay to roman and put it on him and then it was like the three like guys that made like you know are the head of the table now roman's the leader and head of the table now with them or or he makes his own path you know
0: yeah yeah that was really that might have been like one of the biggest moments of this whole pay-per-view just the history you have on the stage with, with Roman and I believe it's like his father and, and his, his uncle, uncle right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And obviously their history goes way, way back. That's part of why this storyline's so good is this is legitimately one of the most like famous wrestling families right. that's been, you know, generations deep. Um yeah, just this was it was really cool, man. Definitely like started the hell in a cell with a bang. Uh and it was just really well done. Great stuff from Roman and Jay yeah. and Jimmy. Can't wait to see what happens next. I guess we'll find out Friday night.
1: Right. Yeah. It's going to be uh, probably still going on, and hopefully they, yeah. someone's going to fall in line maybe, or someone gets lost from, well, let's just see, you know? I don't want to do fantasy booking now, but...
0: I but, think the three of them with Paul Heyman be a pretty cool look, man. Yeah. Uh, I think you know. You I feel like that's how they're going to go uh, with it. Yeah, yeah. If definitely uh, see that. If
1: Jimmy's like healthy, you know,
0: SmackDown needs uh, some new tag teams. So, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. So after that, we
1: have Elias. <laughs> he comes to the ring and he's just like playing his music, and then he's just saying that Jeff Hardy is a drunk and.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> unfortunate that that's like the only way that they can have their heels who go up against. Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy yeah. get any heat is to bring up yeah. his very real struggles with addiction, and uh, so I don't love that, yeah. you know. And I like Elias; I've always thought his gimmick is funny, and he, you know he's actually a pretty good musician, and that works out for him. But uh, yeah, just the lines were pretty garbage. They didn't yeah, it was even like. WWE like,
1: for like DUI. It, well, or he was like he was like the and then like something with DUI. Yeah, he
0: said. Uh, WWE stands for Walk With Elias, and Jeff Hardy stands for DUI. Like, it didn't make any yeah. sense. It was like, what? Yeah,
1: there's more just, lines to it, but it was just yeah, like something yeah. that rhymed with the second part after the first part that he had or something. Yeah. It was dumb. Yeah. It just, like, didn't I don't even really it. rhyme. Yeah, I do I
0: remember it. watching that being like, that's just, like, a really... Dumb line that some writer wrote that thought he thought would be hilarious. It was a last minute. It was the last minute thing from Vince, probably. Probably, yeah. He's like, tell them they're gonna DUI. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, that's that. Everybody knows that, and we don't like. We need to shove down our throats yeah. about it, you know? Yeah, man. So didn't love that. I mean, these two are, you know, very talented. Uh, the match was okay. It ended up wonky. I think it was the only just wash finish of the yeah, night it was the disqualification yeah jeff
1: hardy so elias got the wins so. elias went
0: to grab the guitar but then jeff grabbed it and used it on elias yeah. so just to protect are we sure that jeff hardy didn't run over elias with that car months ago because he sure really seems to want to hurt him now yeah you know what i'm I, saying i don't know he's like hey i wouldn't have run you over with uh my car i mean i might hit you with a guitar yeah, you know I what I mean. Yeah, it's I, like I a...
1: understand. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, but I guess it like saved them from both getting a loss. You know, because Elias just came back. Yeah, well, there's going to be more to this feud, right? Yeah, you yeah, have to imagine. Yeah, yeah, much. But I called for Elias to get the win. He got the win via disqualification. So two yeah. and t- two and zero for me. Yeah,
0: yeah, well, I think I had the same yeah, on yeah, those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, two and zero for both of us. Yeah, nice. Yeah. good start.
1: And then I think it was the Money in the Bank briefcase match.
0: Oh, yeah. All right. Between uh, The Miz and Oh, with
1: Tucker, Knight. What? what? <laughs> oh, it was Miz and John Morrison. I was just reading something. so
0: Yeah, and there was an interview with Tucker backstage at some point, maybe right before that. But it's not really a big deal. Tucker would come into play. More was just importantly, the,
1: yeah, I was just showing the Law and Otis thing. Yeah, okay. Matt, they did yeah, like the a Law recap
0: of Law and yeah, Otis yeah. from Friday Night Smackdown, which you can hear about on the Friday Night Smackdown review and Hell in a Cell prediction show we put out. Yeah. Before Hell in a Cell. But, uh, yeah, um, You want to get into this match?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, the backstage was like like, I'm just going to continue with the backstage thing, is that, like, Otis was like, if my mama said, if you got it, flaunt it, so he was shaking his belly and stuff around, so, all that good stuff that he likes to be crazy about. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, with the Money in the Bank contract was Otis with the champion, well, not the championship, well, Otis with the briefcase and Miz, the challenger. I liked uh, the new song, the theme song. I, was it a new theme song? Yeah, I Otis was...
0: had new music. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. I just don't, I feel like all the new music sounds very generic, but. Yeah. You know, uh, we could get into, like, the politics of their contracts it, with their music say people. New, I was just saying, yeah, we new won't song, get so. into that. But I just, yeah, I mean, it's cool. It's clearly, I guess they're showing you they're going to separate him from Tucker and Heavy yeah. Machinery. But we'd learn a whole lot more about that yeah. in just a few minutes.
1: Yeah, just basically it's just like a 10-minute match, and then, like, they got it all in one spot, and basically, and, uh, you know, John Morrison takes the briefcase, and, like, he was going to pretend to hit Otis, and then the referee, like, decides to throw John Morrison out, and then she's following John Morrison, and then Tucker and Miz are still going at it. Tucker's hanging on the rope, and then, no, I mean, Otis is hanging on the rope, and then Tucker takes him Money in the bank briefcase, and then hits uh, Otis with it, and I was like, "Wow, that's what I was calling for for a long time, you know, like just for them to, for him to turn because he did everything with Otis, you know, he, he was the, he was behind him like for everything, and he didn't get like the tag team titles with him, he didn't do anything, and that's what happened, and then the Miz gets the victory, and like I said, he gets the money in the bank briefcase.
0: Yeah, man, and I want to give you props because you called this, I want to say, like, two months ago or something now. And I think it makes so much sense. I think they had sort of exhausted
1: everything what they Otis, could do yeah. with
0: Otis with it. And hopefully it kind of frees Otis up now to do whatever is going to be next for him. I hope they have something for him. Tucker. Yeah. Well, that actually, that, that makes sense. sense. Yeah. That makes a lot Raw, of sense. He's
1: Raw, and so it's going to be wah, interbrand invitational again. <laughs>
0: Probably get ready for the wild card, man. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I thought that this was all, like, you know, there again, it was a pretty good match and strong segment. Uh, I am interested to see what's next with the briefcase. I loved your shout on Miz maybe cashing it in that night after he won it. Yeah. Spoiler spoiler alert. That would not be the case, but we'll tell you about how the the end of the show went down. But I wouldn't be surprised to see him cash that in early. Yeah. That's my prediction. I don't want to see him hold it now for several weeks. Like
1: uh, Otis did. Yeah.
0: He needs to cash in like on Monday Night Raw, or you know, whenever, just sometime sooner than later to make the point that he's not just going to waste that opportunity. Like Otis did, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what they do there. And yeah, for Otis, um, Tucker. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the thing. and actually Tucker's been pretty solid throughout this. They sort of gave the generic reason that they they do use a lot for. It's like, oh, well, all the attention was on Otis, yeah, and yeah, what about that me? In the back,
1: that was the backstage interview after the match. Yeah, yeah. okay, okay. The Miz and Morrison were uh, they were interviewed, and they're like, oh, well, we didn't see that coming. And then right, Tucky, <laughs> like they were making fun of him, and like, yep, and yep. then he's like, I didn't do it for you. And then he said, like, like uh, uh, he said that. Um, Tucker appears and thank and like mis-thanked him, and then Tucker was like, "Yeah, I didn't do it for you," and uh, it was for years that he's the workhorse, that uh, you know he's been the one to help Otis, and he knows how he knows everything about Otis, and uh, he helped him tie his shoes basically, and yeah, that, that's right, you know basically all that, and uh, then they brawl into backstage more of Otis and uh, Tucker.
0: It was interesting how they had him really soundly defend otis in court yeah in court i
1: thought it would turn about like in court like you yeah know, like him turning on him but turning on him there and at the pay-per-view is fine as well but i i, I just thought they missed a great opportunity to turn on him at the court hearing you know of a law notice
0: yeah but i guess you know they did it at the pay-per-view yeah that's so. fine yeah um and yeah this was cool we'll see where they go with it This pay per view was humming right along.
1: Yes, it was.
0: I thought it was a pretty good time so far. Yeah, and it gets better. Just getting to the really good shit.
1: Yeah, the SmackDown Women's Championship. Bailey, Hell in a Cell, champion, versus Sasha Banks, challenger. Yeah. Hell of a match.
0: It was. It was so different from the Roman J match in that the Sasha and Bailey Hell in a Cell match really. Uh, yeah, I definitely want
1: to get your take on it because you are very invested in it. So yeah. I don't mean to cut you off.
0: <laughs> I mean, like,
1: we, we've been talking about it for, like, the last, like, since we started the podcast with them being, like, the Golden roll models. I yes. just want to get your take on the end. Like, basically, you know, I don't know what Bailey does now, but, like. That's a good Sa- question. But with Sasha, you know, you, you could take it.
0: Well, yeah. Um,. I have a lot invested in this in this rivalry. <laughs> you know, I had a lot invested in the tag team and now the subsequent rivalry of these two former best friends and golden role models and champions of my heart forever. There you go. But uh I thought that this was a really good match because they were really allowed to be very creative with it. I thought it was fast paced. It wasn't like a short match, but it didn't ever feel like a drag. The other two Hell in a Cell matches were much more deliberate longer especially the one at the end like the jay and roman one didn't get to the point that it bothered me mostly because it was so emotionally like engaging we'll talk about the one at the end which didn't quite grab me the same way but this to me was like this was the match of the night i thought between bailey and sasha and just such a great example of like Their creativity in the ring, all the different stuff that they could do. There was so many cool spots. There was such random stuff like Bailey the Builder. What was that all about? She's like duct taping kendo sticks together.
1: To make it like a... Like a table or something. Basically. She's like
0: yelling yeah. at the referee to she's, rip the duct tape for her and yeah. stuff. I love that. You know, she's the queen at that. And she yelled
1: at Michael Cole. Yeah. Like Cole's like, Oh, uh, she's like, uh, going to hurt Sasha. I know I'm going to do it or whatever. She yeah. said, I forgot how it was with the interaction between them in the cell, but yeah, I, I forget exactly how it yeah. went
0: down, but it was just really good stuff. And, uh, you know, I think we had disagreed on who would take this one yeah, I went um, with Bailey, and I yeah. could have saw it I could have seen it going either way, but uh yeah, i don't I hope I'm not glossing over any like two big cool spots that we should be talking about, just a lot of really creative stuff, and uh, yeah,
1: the meteora with her knees like going into the table and yeah, stuff. yeah, when she
0: she like ran and jumped off the ladder or something yeah yeah. Yeah, there was some cool spots this is a match like there again if you didn't see it go back and check it out bailey and sasha have such good chemistry together and i think they also tell in the story how well they know each other they just they're so good at like countering each other's moves right um and there again it wasn't quite the emotional like it didn't quite have what jay and roman had going on but you still had really good just back and forth between them yeah, and you, had the you mentioned friendship, with though. Cole and you with the, the ref. Yeah, and... you have
1: the friendship of, uh, Bailey and Sasha. Yeah. Not like family, like Jay and Roman, but you still like, they're kind of like family because they've been growing, they grew up in the business together. Yeah. You yeah. know, like they've been tag teams, they've been tag team champions. Uh, they've been the golden role models, you know, like, it's just like it, like you can't, it's just, yeah. It's and just and now good.
0: with Sasha winning, um and i yeah i'll go to the ending she sort of did what she did to get bailey to sign the contract yeah. the other night she basically gave her a bank statement through Into the chair through the chair like as bailey's like tangled up in the chair yeah um which was really cool and now sasha is a grand slam women's champion just like bailey now first
1: time champion as as uh, for smackdown yeah it's
0: her first smackdown yeah. title which is really cool she absolutely deserves it and is absolutely one of the best in the business. So I was, you know, that was for me a feel good moment to see Sasha finally get the better of Bailey. Um I did think it was the right time to do it. I hope this isn't necessarily the end of Bailey and Sasha feuding, but I do think for right now like, we won't get too into the fantasy booking, but I would maybe keep them separate for the time being. And now we had talked about maybe if Bayley won, then you have uh, Sasha come and win the Royal Rumble. Like, maybe flip that. Maybe they stay separate and then Bailey wins the Royal Rumble and eventually comes back for her SmackDown title. I do think they also could have a match at the next pay-per-view because, like I brought up a few times on this pod, there's that whole thing where... Sasha can't retain her title when she defends it at a pay-per-view. So I could see, you know, Bailey being like, well, I want a rematch because you never win your title matches at pay-per-views when you're defending. So there, again, a few different things they could do with it. I think that's why I like this pay-per-view overall. It feels like it's fresh in that there's, like, different directions that these storylines could go now, kind of across the board. And same thing with Bailey and Sasha. But this was, like... I did feel like it felt kind of like a definitive win for Sasha, if that makes sense. Oh, I get it. Yeah, I, uh, I definitely uh, agree and with that. this was like the feel-good moment of the show. Um, there wasn't really anything like feel-good in the Roman and Jay. No, <laughs> you know? no. Um, that's a tragedy just – Really well told story that's heartbreaking, um, and there's some heartbreak, especially for me, when it comes to the golden role models and, <laughs> Yo, and what's happening. That's why with I them.
1: wanted you to have your uh, your yeah. Well, I <laughs> feel like I
0: pretty much got it out there no, what I, just, I wanted I'm to glad say you about did, it
1: because I wanted you to have your like your piece with that because like I know you're you were fully invested from the start from when we started this podcast. So yeah, yeah,
0: but I I think maybe now we see that like. It is kind of crazy. They've been together in you know, one one form or another, either literally together as a tag team and best friends, or feuding and in programs together since we started doing this podcast right, back right. in the spring. So, right. kind of the end of an era for Bailey and Sasha. But I love you know, it ended exactly how we knew it had to end, yeah. and I'm glad that they you know, there again, let's give them some credit for doing the right thing with this whole story and having Sasha be the one who takes the title off Bayley after her longest championship reign ever with that SmackDown women's title but we've been saying since we started the show in the spring that the only person who can ever take the title from Bayley is Sasha Banks so I'm happy that that's how it happened rematch at Wrestlemania hell yeah I'm there for it you know um,
1: or we have Bianca yeah. Player, well, know. it'll
0: be interesting to see who see steps what, yeah, up yeah, now. Yeah. Um and I would be all there for Bianca versus Sasha Banks. Just I know they're right both away, good guys you know. right now, so maybe that wouldn't fly. And yeah, you should build up Bianca. Yeah. We've talked about that. Yeah. You know, check out our Friday Night Smackdown reviews. We'll be talking a lot about Bianca Belair hopefully when they use her correctly. Uh yeah. you know, in the near future here, but uh good stuff, man. I'm really excited now for I do agree with you. Like, bailey has been an awesome champion. Um, But I'm looking forward to the reign of the legit boss. Era. Yeah. Should be cool, man. (laughs) Yeah. See what happens with that. Do you think that they'll do, like, are they going to just... Before we move on from it, do you think we see, like, Sasha Bailey rematch for the title at Survivor Series? Or do you think they kind of, like, put it... To the side for now, and, know, that's and have them go different ways. That's
1: tough. I don't, it is, man. It's really tough because
0: um, they are money together. So they are, yeah. I can't blame them if they decide to, like, yeah, let's like keep running with like, this.
1: Would you think they would give Bailey time off for like how long she's been champion for? could be a you good know, shout. That's the know, sort of
0: behind the scenes stuff, I guess, you know, that that could make a big difference. 370
1: plus days as champion could really take a toll. I think she made it to you, 380. You know? Yeah, 380, whatever. Yeah. Awesome. So that's that takes a toll on you even though you're still in the Thunderdome in the performance center. I mean, that's a lot of like
0: consistency. They both know? totally deserve some yeah. time off if yeah. they want it. I mean, yeah. Sasha just won the strap, so I'm sure yeah. she's going to want to like, you know, be around with it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I don't think yeah. she's going to Brock Lesnar that shit. No. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I mean this, I was really happy for Sasha Banks and, yeah. uh, her and Bailey are just wonderful. Uh, when, you know, they're great together. This was yeah. good stuff. It was the best match of the night. Yeah. In my it ends opinion.
1: with, uh, Sasha putting her foot on Bailey and like yeah. raising the championship. And that was pretty cool too. That, and
0: that was really definitive. You yeah. Know? Yeah. That's like, all right, I beat you. I showed you I'm better. Like, You know, for now. (laughs) Yeah. For now.
1: And then we had to go to this match. Well, it's not a match. It's just an interview in the back. It's just, like, the Hurt Business is backstage, and they said they're facing somebody from Retribution tonight, and it was, like, they picked somebody, and it was Bobby Lashley that's going to face, like... Yeah, so the Hurt Business... Yeah, they're making fun of, like, the Hurt Business names. I mean, they're making fun of the... uh, Retribution's names, like Flapjack, Slapjack, whatever, you know? So they
0: wanted, just to get this clear, and I don't mean to cut you off, man, but the idea here was, like, somebody from her business was going to have a match against somebody from Retribution. Retribution, So her business picks the biggest, baddest dude in their faction, Bobby Lashley, the United States champion. That meant that Retribution was going to pick the biggest, baddest dude in their faction, too. But I thought it
1: was, like, they were were allowed to pick, like, for who could be... I didn't see the pre-show, so I thought, like, they could pick, like, they said that Retribution said that Hurt Business could pick whoever the Hurt Business wanted. So, oh, like, is that how it went yeah, down? So I they, guess I missed that, too. Yeah. I thought that, like, so they, they
0: Retribution to, decided their best person to no, put forward would no, be Slapjack. No, no. <laughs> it is the best name in the group, but I don't know if he should be fighting <laughs> Bob Lashley. Bob Lashley is, like, twice as tall as him right, and probably has 100 too. pounds on him, Yeah, um, you know because Bob Lashley is freaking huge. Yeah. So uh yeah, this is sort of when I checked out to be yeah. honest with you. Um especially right after, you know, like my favorite segment <laughs> with uh, my favorite wrestlers on it, Bailey and yeah. Sasha, but uh so I just let that sink in a little more. I'm like, I mean, you knew Bob Lashley was going to destroy Flapjack, Slapjack. Whatever you want to call him. Uh but and that's pretty much what happened, right?
1: Yeah, they like uh Basically, uh Bobby Lashley got the win, her business came out, and then you have uh a retribution coming out and then they like stare each other down and then they walk away and then her business is like still in the ring and like then it goes away and basically like it was just a filler match, you know.
0: Yeah, it did really feel like filler, that's a good point. This could have been pre show match for sure. Yeah, really. For sure, but I guess they had to space out those Hell in a Cell matches. They put that thing up and down a lot last night. They really the crews getting their work in, yeah. You know, uh, which is cool. Yeah, Um, I just didn't understand the
1: whole point of it. Like, you know, what's the point of making Retribution keep losing?
0: They're the job squad, dude. I mean, I just I don't know that there is much of a point to it, other than that they're there to make people like Bob Lashley and the Hurt Business look good right now.
1: I guess so, yeah.
0: Maybe they end up doing something with it. Mustafa Ali, like we've talked about, like to see him, and he's talked about in his promos, start to use, like he's saying, like, I can find these things out. I can use my hacker abilities now that we know he has. Excuse me. But I'm waiting for them to, like, bring some of that into the fold, which might help them seem more credible. But, yeah, yeah, they're like.
1: Maybe ultimately, I don't mean to do fantasy booking, but, like, they get, like, a text or, like, a phone call, like, breaking up the uh, Hurt Business Yeah, or they need to
0: try to, like...
1: Integrate the hacking skills that way, you They know? need to
0: hack the Hurt Business. Yeah. That's what they got to do. Yeah. Something tells me it's not, that's not what they're going to do. No, no. <laughs> I think they're just going to keep losing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Mustafa Ali, though, because, I, like, I could see him taking the U.S. title off Lashley. Not Flapjack, but I could right, see... Right. Ali, maybe, or, you know, T-Bar. Nah, I don't, don't... Uh, <laughs> don't know.
1: So. I'd go with Mustafa Ali, so.
0: Well, he is the leader, so, yeah, be, yeah, you know. Yeah. At some point, it'd be nice to see him, like, do something significant. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe he's, maybe he just needs a mannequin head to carry around. Call it head. That's what Al Snow, Snow used to Al do Snow, with the yeah, job yeah, squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway...
1: And that's our no, it's talk. Trying for to go off the
0: rails. <laughs> yeah.
1: And that's our talk about retribution. And
0: this, see, this is what happens when you throw this match in the middle of a great pay per view. Though yeah. it's not our fault it got wonky. They made it wonky, Zach. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. <I laughs> but agree. Bob Lashley wins. Yep. He's uh, still the U.S. champ. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing Makes wrong sense. there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we'll go to the main event, and that is yeah. and that is Drew McIntyre, champion, versus Randy Orton, Hell of competitor. Come on. And
0: Thank this you. is like Orton's 15th Hell in a Cell match. Yep. And like this is how many times have we seen them fight now? This feud has gone on for a good amount of time now. Yeah. Um, and the match went on for a good amount of time. Yeah, the match went on like a Seth Rollins promo. Way too
1: long, man. It just <laughs> and went way
0: deliberate. too <laughs> like.
1: long. Like, come on.
0: But I feel like that's so typical of a Randy Orton match anyway, yeah. like just long and drawn out. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's an older style and whatever. I, I get that. I know we're not trying to be uh, a dub out here every day, but uh, I'll cut out the a dub reference. Don't worry. Um, yeah, man. This is what happens when they lose me at the end of pay per views. It just—it yeah. was too long, and I felt like this whole match was a build to the spot. On like they go up on top of the cage, and then they go start to climb down, which I always kind of hate because they're like, "Well, they're not going to yeah, climb I, all the way down." Yeah,
1: yeah. I thought they'd throw him, like throw Drew McIntyre down like to, in the middle of the cage and like let it break like an old Mick Foley thing. That would have been great. I think the
0: problem is that nobody's ever going to do the spot that good again because no, most know. people aren't Mick Foley and will just throw themselves off the top of cage. Right, here. right, right, right. Or, or, you know, through the roof of them. Uh but yeah. and it's a big spot, you know, to dro- drop like Drew did um like onto Shawn the Michaels. announce table. Yeah, like a Shawn Michaels yeah, from like ninety seven. That's a good yeah. shout.
1: Yeah. Something like ninety seven, I don't remember, but it's like Shawn Michaels did that against Undertaker, just yeah. the whole spot where you hit the person with the cage a couple times and then they just like Whoa, and yep. then they just like fall back. And yeah, then we've definitely
0: it seen it before. That's why I liked Bailey and Sasha what they did a lot more because it was just more creative. Like they were just like doing different things.
1: What is with the Randy Orton coming in street clothes and attacking from Drew McIntyre from behind? I don't get good that. question. He can't like just come out to a normal entrance and just like have a, like, a good match. I know he's Randy Orton, but.
0: I think it, maybe it just has to do with, you know, giving Drew little bit of an excuse for dropping the match because it's like, oh, well, you know, uh, Orton jumped him early and this and that. Because they've always done a good job, I think, on Drew McIntyre's current run of keeping him looking very strong. Yeah, Um, And, you know, he looked really strong throughout this match. They both did. You have a lot of kicking out and a lot of, like, counters of the, you know, obviously Drew's trying to hit the claymore. Uh, Orton's trying to hit the RKO, and they're always like, oh, dodging that and stuff.
1: I thought it was going to be another roll-up, like the when Chew McIntyre did the roll-up. I was like, no, not again. Yeah. Not again. Luckily,
0: they didn't have it be a roll-up win to end the pay-per-view. Yeah. My, my sort of beef with this, and I was, I was you knew when Bailey and Sasha came on in the middle of the show that Orton and McIntyre were going to headline. You mean Bobby
1: Lashley and T-Bar weren't going to or- – Bobby Lashley and Slapjack weren't gonna. I mean, you know,
0: <laughs> that was that was maybe, a joke. <laughs> but you know, uh, I think ahead. like it wasn't a bad. This wasn't a bad match by any means between Orton and McIntyre. Just when it's the third Hell in a Cell match of the night, and I thought the first one, you know, was. Kind of a slower match, not a lot of big spots, yeah. but told a great story with a lot of real emotion, and it you were just very emotionally invested in Roman and Jay, and then Bailey and Sasha do their Hell in a Cell match, and there's a lot of creativity. Yeah, you still have some emotional investment. We've been on the ride with them the last several months, but it was just I thought those two matches balanced each other really well. Yeah, and then you had this one that just kind of felt. Drew out Mc... of place, like, yeah. Honestly. Drew McIntyre's
1: side the whole time because he had the two victories. Uh, I I think uh, what you're getting at is, like, maybe I'm just thinking it because Drew McIntyre had two victories. Randy yeah. Orton's just getting a third because it's Randy Orton and because like he attacked legends and whatnot, and he gets a third vic and he gets a third match. I don't understand that part, but like you know, and then he gets the championship basically and wins.
0: Yeah, and... I I also think there's a problem here in the way that the feud is elevated. For Bailey and Sasha, it makes sense at this point. They're like raising the stakes to being in this hell in a cell match, like this brutal match where they're, you know, they there's no escape. You're it locked in the hell in a cell. Same thing with Jay and Roman. You know, they're like the feud is elevated to this really brutal, violent, crazy yeah. match. Like with Drew and Orton, we've already seen like an ambulance match. We've yeah. seen these matches that are supposed to be brutal and like oh I'm gonna throw you in an ambulance and shit you know so it didn't it just didn't feel like a hell in the cell was even really raising the stakes all that much because they've already done like you get what I'm saying? Yeah it kind of reminds me of the Edge matches like you know like it's ass backwards
1: yeah well the whole Edge
0: Orton feud (laughs) was like totally backwards they started with the crazy stipulation matches and worked it back to the greatest wrestling match ever according to WWE but uh yeah man, so it just it just never really felt like it totally was there for me um yes, yeah, and I guess the important thing here at the end of the night is that Randy Orton is the new w w e champion. you called that one, yeah. I had drew, uh, um, but I also
1: called out Miz for g- and that would have in. been
0: awesome, yeah, but awesome. they didn't do it awesome I came to play I didn't even mean to do that but yeah yeah. no dude but yeah yeah, I know I was sort of waiting for that too yeah Orton poses at the end like you said uh, just
1: like like while uh Orton's doing the pose looking at uh, Drew McIntyre you have you know the skull crushing finale for the Miz on Orton that would be a great ending and just to show like hey I'm here Watch out for your back. Watch your back. I'm coming for that title or whatever, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. We appreciate you checking out the CZWP Hell in a Cell 2020 review. Um, you have a good time on this one overall?
1: had a great time, except for uh, Slapjack and uh, Bobby Lashley and uh, the ending of. Uh... <laughs> yeah.
0: You don't think Slapjack is a uh, future champion? Your, the look on your face says it all. I wish the <laughs> yeah. listeners could see I'm just
1: say no because of the fa- my face, you know.
0: No worries. We'll just take it out. <laughs> no we'll just worries. say the
1: Thunderdome era is like it's been great because like the pay-per-views hasn't been like a long drawn-out, like four hours long. So it's been, you know, two and a half to like not not even three hours. So it's been pretty good.
0: Hell yeah, Zach. Well, hey, stay tuned because we're going to do Raw review. And Smackdown review, because the CD, C, <laughs> CZWP, I swear I know it. I usually get it right. <laughs> we review Ryan Smackdown now, folks, and pay-per-views. Staying busy. That's how it goes, I guess. Yes, sir. But uh, thanks so much for tuning in to this one. We'll catch you next time. And, uh, yeah. Bye. See ya. Hey, sh-